Welcome, welcome, welcome to She Said, He Said, They Said, with your girl, Miss Anita, and the lovely Mr. <laughs> e. <laughs> I'm lovely. Ooh. <laughs> well, I just thought we'd try this over again. How's it going I, in your world? It's going well in my world. You know, we ain't did this in a minute, and I thought Anchor was acting fine, and it's want to start acting up today. Well, because... I thought you've been, I mean, I've been listening to your, your broadcast and, and you didn't seem like you have any problem. Um, I've been having some problems, but what I've been doing is trying to record on Opinion, this app called Opinion. Oh, okay. And um, the um, recorder thing that that's on your iPhone. Right. We're recording on there and uploading it to. Oh, wow. Uh, but you can tell the difference because when I record it, like say if it's about car one minute and then I come back later and record, you can tell with the volume change that I recorded them in two different times. Yeah. Which I don't really like that, but hey, whatever. Okay. I, I heard that, but I was just thinking that you just turned up the volume. You no. Know? Or those you were like to the phone. No, those are like two different recordings, two different times that I was recording. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, it blended well. It just it seemed like it just you got closer to the phone, or the or the volume just went up for some reason. Right. So, but well, we're gonna get into some hot topics. Hot topics. Yes, my all-time favorite is an unemployed comedian comes up with an another excuse for Valerie Jarrett tweet. Miss Rosanna Barr. She said that she thought the bitch was white, which is why she said that. That's what she said. Um, TMZ did this report on Roseanne Barr. Um, they're going to host her on a talk show on her YouTube channel. And she okay. has this clip. They have this clip of her screaming about how she thought Valerie Jarrett was white and was just a sample of what's going to come on her YouTube channel. I'm just saying. Um, she'll be talking to close friends and family, so fans or who, whoever's going to watch this, never any dumpster fire. Um, you, you can get a raw, unfiltered, and complete look at Barr, her life, and her views. So basically, mega red table talks for the build a wall set. More screaming about nonsense to come. But anyway, that's just my opinion of it. Earlier, as you recall, Roseanne Barr uh, was upset about the fallout over racist Valerie Jarrett tweet she posted. And apparently, people are still asking her about it. Of course, they're going to ask her about it because it was racist. Well, in a new video posted to her YouTube, the comedian goes off about the tweet one more time. And this time, she was screaming full force at the camera that she thought Barack Obama's friend and former senior advisor to the president, or that bitch, as Barr calls her, was white. Um, she said, and I quote, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I'm trying to get it to play, but you know, it's not going to play. It's not going to do right for me. Let me see. Um, what she said, she said, yeah, she said, um, I'm trying to talk about that. Iran. I'm trying to talk about Valerie, Valerie Jared about the Iran deal. It's what Barr was screaming. That's what my tweet was about. I thought the bitch was white. God damn it. That's what she says facing the camera. She said, I thought the bitch was white. Fuck. That's what she said. It's hard to tell what provoked Barr's reaction in the video, though, because it appears to be she was talking to about a, another video 
or script when Barr started ranting about the tweet. Right. Um, then an interviewer asked her about the notorious tweet in which she wrote that Jared, BJ, was the product of the Muslim Brotherhood and the Planet of the Apes. And that interview is not audible on the video. Um, however, after apologizing for the tweet, she blamed it on Ambien, losing her ABC show and being sh- shut out of a spinoff of that show. The, the cast of Rosanna will return to ABC as the Corners. Sans Rosanna Barr has tried to recast the tweet as criticism of Jerry's anti-Semitic policies or whatever. But in a twist of Roseanne logic that I want, I will not even try to explain. Right. She said that the Planet of the Apes reference was some sort of anti-Semitic critique. She said Barr is Jewish is what was said. Now, Barr, the same person who spent years trawling the internet, reading about and sharing wild-ass conspiracy theories. Everybody know that. Say she has no idea that Jared was a black woman. Do you believe that? How? Oh, no, I don't. First of all, no, I don't. And how can you... They don't... You, you don't call white people chimps, monkeys, or whatever. You call black people, so you... Exactly. You know, so you can, you can stop that. It's the fact that people actually believe like people are stupid enough to believe her just like they believe all the, the stupid stuff with President Trump. It's like it's so sickening. Like it makes you Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Hey right. You're gonna have people that believe exactly that. Well she didn't know. She didn't know, but she know enough to to, to use that reference. You knew something. You like I said, you, 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 you people don't reference white folks as chimps and monkeys, right? So exactly, and and Muslim. So who you who you thought she was? What color? What color did she think she was? She thought she was white. Oh, right. Muslim, white, yeah, yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's crazy. I don't even know why we, as Americans, even pay attention to the, you know, the, just the stupid, ignorant things with people like her. Like, I don't even know why we even give it breath. And and that's yeah. a lot of times when you, like, when you be asking, well, you heard about this, you heard about that. I'm like, I heard, but I don't want to give it that life. So I don't, because it's just, right. it doesn't matter in the scopes of, of, life or what's going on I just think the, the fact that, that the media... See, my thing is some what when I bring stuff up, it's because it has kept coming up. Right. Like, if I see something and it'd be like, oh, two women were raped, and that's all it is. Those are the things that I would talk about. I, exactly. You know what I mean? But if I bring up something, I'm bringing it up because of the ignorance of social media keep showing light to it. Right. Like, somebody do something stupid. Like, Trump is a liar. And people keep making these articles of Trump defend himself because the American people will not give him a chance. I'm just speaking hypothetically. Right. And they keep spewing it. It keeps spewing it. I have to talk about the stupidity of it because it's stupid that people give shit like that energy and feel like that's important. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm emotionally drained. I am. I don't see how, how Trump keep up with all the stuff that he does. I really don't. It's just crazy. Right. 
It, it is, it is. And that's why I don't, like, a lot of times pay attention to it. Right. Uh, it's because of that fact. And it's, you know, because they they stupid and, and they don't, they need to just go do what they do. Well, yeah. I, that's what you need to do. You sing, that's what you need to do. You dance, exactly. that's what you need to do. Right. You know? I mean, right. especially if you ain't if you ain't saying nothing positive. Exactly, that's you know? my point. You know, you exactly. could you you could do those things and say something, but say it positively to benefit people as a whole. Well, I have a little opinion of how I feel about the Roseanne Barr situation. What is your opinion? Your personal opinion? I don't give two shits. <laughs> Period. How did I know that? Period. <laughs> Moving on. The NFL temporarily suspends the anti-hashtag take a knee policy. Did you read about that? Uh, No. I can't say that I have. Then- Apparently, the organizations say that they're working on a resolution. Um, They have decided to hold off on implementing its controversial national anthem. The NFL and the NFL Players Association released a joint statement explaining the policy will be suspended pending negotiations between the two parties. A grievance filed by the NFLPA in response to the plan also now is on hold. Um, in the statement, the two parties claim they have been working on a resolution to the anthem issue and to allow this constructive dialogue to continue they have to come to a standstill agreement on the NFLPA's grievance and the NFL anthems policy. Um, the NFL pledge new rules relating to the anthem will be issued or shall I say enforced for the next several weeks while though uh, these confidential discussions are ongoing. Both of the groups are also promised to solve the issue among themselves without involving the judicial system and orange man Trump. They didn't say that. I admit that. Um, they said our share focus will remain on finding a solution to the anthem issued through mutual good faith commitments outside of litigation is what they read now the suspended NFL policy that was created in May right? Right uh, it requires players to stand on the national anthem while they're on the field those wishing to take a knee were told they had to do so in the locker room the rules also allow the teams to punish protesting players at their discretion. Now, this news comes mere hours after the Association Press publicized an excerpt from the Miami Dolphins team manual for next season that stated, and I read this the other day, players could be suspended, fined, or both if they protest on the national anthem. Forcing criticism, the Dolphins claim the policy was merely a draft and not its final policy. Right. Right. The NFL required each team to submit their rules regarding the anthem before their players report to the training camp. Um, they said that they will address this issue once the season starts. All options are still open. That's what the team said in a statement. Now, this issue has been, if, if people have been paying attention to it, has been a point of contention since Colin Kaepernick began kneeling during the anthem to protest police brutality. He was, um, Kaepernick was subsequently shut out of the NFL after his tenure with the San Francisco 49ers ended 
back in 2016. And he has filed a collusion grievance against the league, which he should have. He should have filed against Trump ass too, but he can't. <laughs> okay. Several other his league and critiqued and critics, including Donald Trump, have called for harsh punishment for anthem protests. Um, I'm wondering, like, do you think with them renegotiating, will it still narrow about the same way of punishing them if they decide to protest respectfully and quietly, even after them trying to go back to the drawing board and resize things? Yeah, I... I think because, it, it, as in, like, the Miami Dolphins policy was to spend a player up to four games. I mean, if you made $100,000 a game, that's $400,000 right. out of your, your little salary. So, But, see, this is my thing. If more black owners or more people can become black owners, yeah. you know what I mean, right. of the football, you know what I'm saying? Right. Do you know how many players would probably be going to those black teams? Oh, yeah, definitely. And you know, when it comes to football, if you're going to be making the money, people are going to support black people. Oh, you know. When it comes to that aspect of it. Now, when it comes to these local stores, like these little yin-yang stores that black people own, you know. Exactly. They (laughs) they ain't really too, they don't really, they, we... Okay, I'm gonna keep probably 100. We don't really support small yin yang type of store owners. Reason being, they up the price. Exactly. And they watch you like you're gonna steal out of their store, which is the same things that the foreigners do when you come in the store. Thank you. So if I'm your color and I'm coming in here to give you support and you've raised the prices like Already. four and five extra dollars compared to other places. And then you're watching me like I'm going to steal something. That doesn't make me want to come into your store and doesn't make me want to shop here. The best thing you could do to watch in your small stores, put fucking cameras in there, whether they work or not. Just put them in there. God, or you can have someone say, oh, you need some help? Like every 10, 20 minutes, just have somebody come ask, you need some help? Because that's what they do. Exactly. Like when you be, I was in Macy's. And I was looking at the person. Now, you know they had old name brand purses hooked to the thing. You can't, you can't pull them out of there. You go take the whole shelf. Exactly. With so, I, you know, I got the purse on my shoulder because, I, yeah, I'm weird. I like to see if the purse give me a feel. Oh, and, wow. You know, okay. how it looks on my shoulder, things of that nature. And the woman kept coming. Can I help you? I'm just looking. Five minutes later, can I help you with something? I'm just looking. <laughs> okay. And then she comes back again. She's like, and we have this over here. Is there anything I can, I can help you? I said, ma'am, you can help me leave me alone while I look at the purses and see which one that I might choose from. And that's when I took um, my credit cards. I said, I have a Macy's card and I have two other credit cards. So if I want to buy a purse, I'm going to buy a purse. I'm not going to go to jail trying to steal a purse and a whole counter. Okay. Oh no, no. I was just making sure you need help, but I told you this five other times. <laughs> and she's standing there. I said, "You know what? I'm gonna go to Dillard's. You have a good one." And I walked out. <laughs> like I don't have time for that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But that's what they do. God, to like, us anyway. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> now it's bad like that in Atlanta too. Like you going in the um, no miles in Atlanta because last time we went to Atlanta. 
And we was looking at the person, and the woman kept asking and kept asking. I wasn't talking. I'm not talking. I'm not talking. I'm not talking. I'm I'm not talking. I'm not talking. I'm not talking. (sighs) Anyway, now what you were saying? Oh, you was getting interrupted. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Oh, it's all the time. Oh, I thought you were talking about how you was handling the person in Atlanta that you wasn't talking to him, but you, somebody... (laughs) Started talking no. to you while you was talking. Okay, I got you. No, they weren't talking to me. They was just talking to somebody else. It was just how loud they were talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, got you. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, and they it would be supportive of it. And, and I here's my thing, and how I look at it. It's like, yeah, that's your company, and the NFL is your company, is your team. You could say, but you, you to me, you keeping it on my rights. You know, Wait, say that again? I said, to me, you TDN on my rights as to, for as not, it's con- not concerning team rules, you know, for as me playing football, for as me conducting myself in a professional way because I'm on your team. Now you're saying that I can't protest something that I'm against. Right. And I'm not being That's violent true. to do it. It's like you kind of taking away from my right to 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 do what I need, what I want to do. When, when it, well, Gerald, Gerald, I think that's Jarrell Casey. He is the first player to state his plan to rebel. Has been on protesting on the field, and he's very clear that he'll continue to protest on the field during the anthem. So. He don't care one way or the other. Exactly. Because what it is, it's he gonna, said he's gonna. He said he's gonna keep protesting. What What's gonna happen? And 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 I tell you, if, if the NFL keeps that blue, these players mm-hmm. are gonna 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 defy it. Once they defy it, they're gonna get fined. Once they get fined or suspended, they're gonna sue the league, and then it's yep. gonna be a court thing. NFL don't. I want think that. exactly. My thing is. Further punishment, like if you find them or whatever, further punishment could also include a penalty during the game as well. And that could jeopardize their team chances of winning. Exactly. So if a player wants to protest, they must stay in the locker room away from the fans. But I still think you're taking away from their first, from their amendments. But like I said, it's really the strict guidelines that were implemented in the response to the former San Francisco 49er I think it's calling for more attention to injustice affecting black and brown people in the country. Oh, and yeah. Cab- Kaepernick's protest that ended up spreading like wildfire dominated the national headlines and it made its way across sports on high school and college levels. But for over two years, the league has blackballed him and the right along with President Trump has attacked him. Right. And during those campaign rallies for defeated um, senatorial candidate Roy Moore, who lost in 2017, Trump called protesting players sons of bitches. And everybody across this country that listened to him, including his supporters, act like they didn't hear him say that. Exactly. And they pretend like that wasn't an issue that was said to mainly black players because that's mostly who played the game. Just saying. But like Kaepernick, 
Casey has dedicated his life as a player to humanitarian work. Last season, he stood on the sideline with a fist raised high in solitary, uh, solidarity with Kaepernick. Um, he said there's always going to be blue, I mean, blowback. That is what America is about. They always like to go on social media and go hard. It is what it is. And at the end of the day, I don't pay no mind to it. I'm going to do what I do that's going to bring light to my community. And at the end of the day, we got to do a job. So I will continue to use my platform to keep on speaking up. And I respect that. You're right. Exactly. I, I, I respect that. Even, you know, you have different celebrities that have spoken up and have said how they felt. Because even T.I., you know, he was he gave a very brutal, honest response to why a white fan who called Ka- Kaepernick a joke. And we doubt they'll do it. I, I doubt he'll do that again. But he <laughs> tried it. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you don't like it here, then just leave approach. And that's what the fan was saying to Kaepernick. And T.I. clapped back. And it was with some hard history. You know, you come for King Kaepernick, you best not miss. Because a white fan of T.I. decided the rapper Instagram comment section was the best place to complain about Kaepernick. But he was mistaken, baby. <laughs> the comment arose after T.I. Po- T. had posted a screenshot regarding Kaepernick's collusion case uh-huh. and the possible Trump subpoena plot, which I wish they would subpoena his orange ass. And the, the, the Instagram theme was sources calling Kaepernick legal team expected to subpoena President Trump in case against the NFL. Um, this was after months of circulating or whatever, whatever. Right. Calling Kaepernick is a joke is what the Instagram user Buddy Green 2323 wrote in the comment section. Mm-hmm. If you don't like this country, feel free to leave. Nope. T.I. was like, slow your roll. T.I. said, bitch, y'all brought us over here after y'all raped, stole, cheated, and tricked the true native out of their land. So the real statement is, if you don't want us here, you should have left those of us from Africa where we was at and bu- and the bullshit your, damn, your damned selves. No more talk. Wow. Really? Yeah, wow. Yeah, he tried. Yeah, yeah oh, he tried. Goodness. But I bet you he won't say it no more. See, T.I. be about that mess sometimes. I'm serious. Yeah. He do. Yeah. He kept straight he, up. He do it. <laughs> he want us over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they started a whole big debate on it because somebody was like, "We built this country, and we're not leaving until we give what's ours." And somebody said, "You ain't build shit." And it was Africans who kidnapped your ancestors and sold them to slave uh, traders. You want what's yours, working, earning, or shut the f up. People like you keep racism alive in this country. That's what. Um, you know, one guy said, and somebody said, Bill Hanson, go to the library and read a real history book and not them lies they taught you in that white-ass school that you paid to go to. <laughs> and then somebody else said, yes, there were Africans who gathered up slaves and traded them for goods and sold them for money. That's horrible. But what is equally horrible is the fact that no matter how much evidence points to the contrary, there will always be someone who doesn't accept the fact that white people did, in fact, beat, rape, lynch, starve, and separated black people for centuries. We are not the reason that racism still prevails. We are the people who have been marginalized and traumatized by such atrocity. Why must the struggles and hardships of black people be brushed aside when there are many other groups of beaten down people in history that are now revert and the pain brought onto them by others is looked looked down upon? Onto them by others is looked down upon. Why must we continue to validate the pain we continue to experience? Um... 
That's what really makes me mad. Right. Is when people say that. Now, we're going to be honest. There are some slaves that, sl- that sold black people to slave owners. Yes, they did. Yeah. Why did they do that, though? You're not saying why. You're just saying this happened. Exactly. You're not saying why, and you're not saying where this happened, at, and you're not saying that it's still happening now in Africa, and you're not saying that the shit that's happening in Africa, <laughs> those are white people that's over there doing it. Just saying. <laughs> well, didn't you, know? you uh, didn't you do the, a paper on yes. them, those people? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was the white yes. people that was running things in their country. Yep. Control. You came, you, you were Europeaners. Europeaners. <laughs> oh, you a penis? <laughs> your, your penis? <laughs> they had European people come over to Africa and was running these people off of their land and taking over these people's land. Exactly. Exactly. I like. I'm so confused with the stupidness of what people. I don't know. I just. I feel like I'm giving them too much life. I feel. I feel like that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. But but sometimes you, you, you have to sometimes speak on it, you know, and speak on their ignorance. Uh, you know, yes, and, and see, and that's what it always comes down to, and, and, and that's what makes me mad, is that, mm-hmm. oh, it was some of them coming over here, to, it was some of them that sold it, they sold them into slavery. Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, that happened, yep, yep, that happened. Oh Guess yeah, it like a little small glimpse. It had. I see y'all, but Amaya took the show. I'm sorry. What were you saying? Uh, kind of lost my train. You know what? You know people. People all around you. So ain't no such thing as, oh, she's on the phone. Let me not bother her today. That's just what people do. Then they flip you off because the other people on the phone can't see if they flipping you off. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> well, well, I'm sorry. I, I I didn't know you had that. They had that kind of company to this, this evening. Yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> so, what about the Whoopi Goldberg versus the judge? Is it Jeannie? Uh, something. One of Trump. She told. She got hyper. She got really upset with the woman. And, oh and, yeah, and she's like, "Well, I tried not to go there like that." I, I and, and she said, "But that woman got under her." Oh yeah, I saw it, and I was like, "Look at Whoopi!" Yeah. You know what? Whoopi came from the hood. Exactly. So it, it, it's it, it, for real, and, and that lets you know when you coming from the hood, that means you can fight. Thank you. You come from the hood, that means you got you practice a lot of restraint. And see, Whoopi is kind of like me. I get frustrated when it comes to stupidity. Right. Or when I feel like people are making excuses for something or sitting in someone's face lying. Right. Or demeaning other people to try to win a point. I like that eats me up. I cannot stand that. But we're gonna get into it. And I think Fox News host <laughs> and author, Judge Jeannie P- Piro. Pierre? Yeah. It ain't mm-hmm. Pierre, because ain't no E in it. It's Piro. <laughs> Piro? Yeah. I'm going to say Piro. She appeared on the View Talk show about her new book, Liars, Leakers, and Liberals, right? Right. The case against the anti-Trump conspiracy, and of course, it was a shit show, to be honest. We just going to go there. Right. 
During the discussion, Piro accused the view host, Whoopi Goldberg, of having Trump derangement syndrome, which I saw that when she said that. Excuse me. It literally sounds like something Trump himself has. Whoopi was like, nah, I don't have Trump derangement. <laughs> Let me tell you what I have. I'm tired of people starting a conversation with Mexicans or liars and rapists. That's what Whoopi said. He said she said, listen, listen, listen. I'm 62 years old. There has been a lot of people in office that I haven't agreed with, but I have never, ever seen anything like this. I have never seen anybody whip up such hate. I've never seen anybody be so dismissive. And clearly, you don't watch the show, so you don't know. I don't suffer from that. What I suffer from is this inability to figure out how to fix this. That's what, go- that's what we said. Whoopi <laughs> attempted to control her passion and this show by leading the conversation back to Piro's Pierre's book, asking her about the deep state, but Pierre couldn't move on. Yeah. She had to be the petty little Becky she wanted to be. So she had to insist, you know what's horrible? When people who shouldn't be here end up murdering the children of American citizens. Whoop it here, Pierre, with a quick dismissal. Girl, bye. See that <laughs> me right now. She said, <laughs> what is horrible is when the president of the United States whoops up people to beat the hell out of people. Say goodbye. Goodbye. I'm done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> that, that does sound like you. That does sound exactly <laughs> like you, Miss uh, Anita. Oh, no, my goodness, do that I, sound it like did. you. It really did. But you know what? I was so excited for Whoopi. It wasn't even funny. But it doesn't end there, right? Wow. Because according to the news reports, Pierre sat there stunned, and the View co-host, Megan McCain, leaned over and apologized. But that wasn't good enough for Pierre, who allegedly ripped off her mic, threw it at the crew, exclaiming, those cocksuckers, this is exactly what I told them would happen, referring to the panel. Whoopi Goldberg left the stage to calm down, but Pierre came over and put a finger in her face, yelling something along the lines of, I've done more for victims than you ever will. In response, Goldberg, Whoopi Goldberg says she expressed a few choice words I cannot repeat. Whoopi Goldberg tried to address the incident on the Friday show, saying that Pierre called everybody at the table a name I cannot repeat on TV and said it in front of the audience. Whoopi said yeah. on a tweet that at Whoopi Goldberg, she cleared up what happened after Jeannie Pierre's interview. She said, I rarely get stirred up, but I got stirred up and I did apologize for getting hot. For 20 years, this show has always been, always had people on with different views, but you cannot come and call people names. Um, Pierre told Page Six to watch her show, Justice with Judge Jeannie, on Saturday night. As she's planning to address what she said to the View co-host, Whoopi Goldberg. Pierre also claimed that Sean Hannity's show that Whoopi said F you in her face and that she spit at her. Whoopi was screaming at me and I'm walking out of the building like a dog who was just kicked off. I've tried murder cases. I've gone against drug cartels. I have never been treated like that in my life is what Pierre claimed. Whoopi denies every bit of Pierre's accusation, saying, I did not spit on her. I did not intimidate her. No one chased her out of here, but she did leave here cursing at the people who booked the show. She cursed at the guys who do the security for the show. 
I want to see what Pierre would say about the whole incident on her show, but I refuse to give an interview. Y'all let me know if you watch it and if there's any good tea, because I love me some tea. I think, you know, you ought to go tune in and let me know what you what you have to say. You know what I'm saying? I, this is the thing. There's nothing messy about it. Pierre put her hand in the face of a black woman. She is huh. lucky to be fucking breathing. Pierre is the 53% of Beckys that think they get to lecture people of color, regardless of gender, on how to live and act. Fuck that exactly. ugly bitch and anyone down with her, because I don't give two shits. Not only put her finger in the face of a black woman, but I also called her deranged and disordered for pointing out facts for stating the truth about reality. I knew it was over for Jenny when Whoopi asked, did you just point at me? Yes. I knew then. <laughs> Shit. White people know all across the world sitting across the table from, from don't you ever thank you in life don't. Girl, them white people know. Then exactly. one of the people said, Shit. I'm white, and I would have come across the table and yanked that beef jerky bitch out of her chair by her ragged hair for a little throw around, screaming over my attempt to redirect the conversation back to what your shifty book peddling ass was supposed to be on the show for. After you single me out for the same name, Colin Fuckery most likely deliberately done in order to provoke the response. She have gotten a damn response. There your response go. You know, look, I was going to say that. Exactly that. But what you not going to do is you is not going to put your finger in a middle-aged black woman's face and Thank expect you. no replication. Thank yeah. you. You lucky Whoopi Rich and like her money. Thank you. Exactly. Because you would have got your ass spanked. Now, exactly. I like my money too. I like my little coins, too. I ain't got Whoopi's, Whoopi's uh, money. Her shmoneys. You know, I got right. coins. Uh, but I'd have hit you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would so I would hit this heifer. This heifer is just looking for her to get an extra come up, and I think she knew what she was planning on doing when she came on that show. Exactly. I I think she had that plan. She knew that if it got really really ugly, nobody was gonna let Whoopi beat the fuck out of her. Right. They knew right. that. But what you fucked up at? If Whoopi was really that type of person, when you came around and you put your hands in her face, she could have hit you because she could have said, I was threatened for my life. I didn't know what she was doing. She was so frustrated and mad. I thought she was coming to hit me because, see, bitch, that's what I would have done. I would have popped your ass exactly. and waited for EMS to come and get you because I was going to knock you out. You was going to hit that flow. All this conservative bullshit books always make the bestseller list. It does. The think tanks, buy the books in bulk and then give them away as enticement to donate all this bullshit. It doesn't matter if the books sit in a warehouse somewhere waiting for a fucker to donate that they've been you know, brought to or whatever. They're going to sell that shit. Exactly. They're going to sell it. She's a dirty court official anyway. If mm-hmm. you go back and look at some old trials that she did, you, you, she's not a good she's not a good judge. Like she was one of them judges who I need to make a name for myself. Yeah. Period. I mean, I know I've dominated this topic, but what upsets me is that they haven't done the same to Megan. She needs to go. First, for having parents who put an unnecessary H in her damn name. Why would they put that H in Megan? I'm just saying. Second, (laughs) for being a right-wing apologist on 
MF and so-called progressive traditional conservatives. What the hell is that all about anyway? Ah, no idea. You know what I mean? And then the Pierres of the world are not the problem. Pierre is trash. Period. But the Megan McCain's of the world are the issue. They don't believe they have a problem. They don't believe they're just as racist and nasty as the Pierres of the world. But they're worse. As if being rude is the worst thing that can happen to someone talking that old Texas bullshit and being called out for it. In the real world, people stop being polite and start getting real. And we should be done with dialogue by now. People need to get just get to shut down and, and just girl by you. Megan sucks so bad on so many levels, but in this instance, how you gonna apologize to the person who was berating your coworker? Have any ounce of decency and loyalty to them. Right. And Megan is a liar and a scammer. She built her image as one who is a moderator, but she is simply a far-right person who likes white guys, I'm going to say white gays, the end. Period. Mm-hmm. It just amazes me. It, it does. Right, exactly. Yeah, because what I, I don't, don't, don't apologize for me and somebody done pointed their finger in my, at me. But you could tell you know, Whoopi was mad because that mouth went was like over that teeth a little bit and you could see like the bottom of her teeth. You know when you be in church and your mama them be trying to move their mouth? Like they ain't saying nothing but they telling you you better not get your ass in front of church. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like right. that's how her mouth look. I see them thinking like, ooh, baby. You might want to chill out. Yeah, exactly. And I don't promote violence. I don't, but that's one ass whooping that she should have got. I'm just saying. He, she should have gave her that ass whooping. I'm just saying. Sometimes people need a whooping. So, sometimes they do. Sometimes, sometimes they just need to snatch them one good time and just say, hey, let me get that out to you right quick. Yeah, sometimes some people need a whooping. They need a good whooping sometimes. That, that's just what I think. Not, not all the time, but I ain't a proponent of violence like that, but sometimes. Somebody need to put a hand on somebody. Which is crazy. So did you hear that Faith Evan and Stephen Jay got married? Yeah, I heard that. I didn't uh I didn't read anything on it, but I, I kinda it. think it's a publicity stunt. Well, I mean they're yeah. weird. Yeah, because you never you never seen that that even remotely. I mean they dated before though. Did they? Oh, yeah, I didn't know. They've that. they've dated before, but it's just strange that you're coming back and you're dating now. Well, you're trying to get on that TV show. Well, they saying <laughs> that they think it's a ploy um, for their own reality show. I mean, I'm not sure, but to be, I'm going to be honest, I wish the newlyweds the best of luck with their new life together if they really did get married and if they really are happily married. I know sure. Jocelyn Hernandez ain't happy about it, baby. She oh. took our receipt sent of uh, uh, a post of a text message that he sent by yeah. he was still in love with her just a month ago. Now, I don't know right. if that was his number, but I know the text messages was recent. Yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> that the message was recent. That that it was sent. And he sent it. Yeah. But, you know, but, but, but here's the thing. You don't know what was sent before and you don't know what was sent Subsequent afterward, you don't know the context right. that it was sent in. Right, that's true. And, you know, so right. Well, he he supposedly he wanted her 
and he love her and this and that, whatever, but you know, and I can I see know. that you know, you could do that after you break up with the ex, you've been with him for so uh, a long time, you can still send out little messages, you know, I you know, you know, I love you, I always love you, or something like that. I, I don't know what the context of that text was. Uh, you know, could be I love you, I want you. It's but, weird because she did an interview, right? Right. And after they got married or whatever, she did an interview. Well, because, you know, TMZ, they know this shit. They know everything. Yeah, they so know TMZ everything. is the one dropped the bomb on her marriage with Stevie J. And, you know, less uh, less than 24 hours after they got married, TMZ was already on it. Yeah. Well, the Bad Boy record um, was, you know, she was a former Bad Boy record's husband, Biggie. Um she didn't really, she didn't just have fans shaking their heads, but they were raising her, their eyebrows like jaw-dropping sex life secrets with fallen New York rap legend, Notorious B.I.G. Now, on the NOR hosted podcast, Drink Champs, Faith answered a particular question, intrusive question about whether or not Big A butt ass. You heard uh, me? <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Now, say that again now. She was asked the question about whether or not Biggie ate ass. Oh, wow. Yes. And so, after the uproar of laughter settled a little bit, because, you know, I was laughing my ass off, too. Faith said that it depends on who you're asking. She said, in her case, Biggie was definitely talking her salad, but she can't speak for anyone else but plot twisted when she said, I might have ate his back. Whoa. But if you but, ask listeners, they certainly could have done without that information because I could have done without that information. Well, my first thing, and is, they're gagging, and like I was gagging. I was like, "What?" My my thing is, why would you ask somebody that question? Because though? people were already saying that. People people had said that before, but I uh, just figured it didn't matter. Okay, well, see, I didn't, I didn't, I never heard it. But, but you know, when people die, people always, somebody always got to say, oh, yeah, such and such was a freak. Yeah, they like to have women look their butts and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's that's basically what she said. But, you know, everybody say Stevie J like that, so I could believe that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, no, yeah, and no doubt, I, I, you know. All I know is don't, no man might not ever ask me. Ever, <laughs> I knocked the shit out of him. <laughs> well, do you like your salad being tossed? Of week? course I do, but I ain't finna talk to nobody oh, wow. else. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm finding out <laughs> some more. Some more about you. I, I heard on your podcast that size matter. I didn't know you was a size matter kind of. Woman. I'm t- no. I said <laughs> women. I can't just speak on women as a whole and just say. Well, yeah, with all women, no, size doesn't matter. If you do the statistics, because there's a statistic oh. online, if you do the statistics, statistics say that, yes, it does matter. Oh, okay, you weren't saying size matter to you. I mean, it does matter, but it don't matter. Like, I don't want no six-month-old. That's all, you know, that's what I'm saying. Don't <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Dang, got it. I hope you don't want no six months. I mean, because you know, some of them be looking like they six months. Wow. <laughs> Even after. Even after they get excited. Nobody got time for that. I'm just saying. You know that. Well, I, I guess they do. So. <laughs> well, I, I'm being honest. I, I, 
I can't say that I've seen any of that in the, in the, in the locker room, but hell, it, they probably got them now. Oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> Anthony Anderson is under investigation for allegedly assaulting a woman. What do you think of that? Anthony? Yeah. I don't see that in him, you know, but anything, you know, anything. You That's know. what I'm saying. It's like you're surprised. Everything is like a surprise. But nowadays, you can't put anything past people. You know what I right. mean? Right. Exactly. Because because here's the thing. You, you and, and you know and I'm just, women can push you right and push you and push you and you like would you just and you just like you can even like maybe push her out the way or or move your arm back in and you accidentally hit her and if you got a bright skinned woman you in trouble. Well, supposedly, is the alleged assault took place. Um, um, oh my God, took place. What is wrong with me? Allegedly, he assaulted a woman who catered an event that the actor put on. Uh, oh, he, wow. of course, is denying all the allegations, but the report said that a source familiar with the situation claimed that the woman met with Anderson for a second time after she catered the event to discuss future opportunities to work together. That is when the woman claimed the assault happened. The woman later filed a police report with the Hollywood division of the LAPD. But in a statement to the people, a representative for Anderson reviewed the claim saying it's unfortunate that anyone could file a police report whether it is true or false. Oh, the authorities yeah. have not contacted Anthony or any of his representatives about this matter. Anthony unequivocally disputes the claim. Um, the report claimed that the woman delayed coming forward when it happened but felt comfortable doing so months later, mostly thought, thanks to the Me Too movement, is what they're saying. The movement here by Friend of the Root, uh, Terrena Burke, gives the woman the space and support to come forward with their claims of sexual assault within the industry and beyond. They said this isn't the first time Anderson has forced assault accusation, is what's been reported. They said that Anderson and an assistant director for Hustle and Flow were accused of raping an extra on the set of the film, but charges against them were later dropped. Now, I ain't never heard of that. I ain't never heard of that either. But also, this was a sexual assault that happened months ago, is what she said. Exactly. From what I'm gathering, I don't know. I'm like, All I know well, is I agree that most of the people that we are fans of are pl- problematic in some way, but that used to mean questionable public comments or political views, not abuse. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe here we'll get to be wrong about this one, but given how rare it is for people to make up allegations of assaults or worse, and the fact this was number two, I didn't even know about the first one, so exactly. I doubt it, but I don't know. I mean, the stories that I've heard people tell about the workplace and how horrifying it is and how some actors treat people and the different sexual assault that happen and the price of doing business. Any one male like 60 would feel like they, they have a better chance than not of having sexual assault with someone. People in their 40s plus, like Anderson, still gotta be real likely in most people's exactly. eyesight. I mean... I don't know. I was I was trying to hold on and 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 not give it up like blackish that is. I feel bad for the rest of the cast. Like I'm not giving up that show up because I don't really know. I kind of like got mixed feelings right now. Yeah. It's a great show, and you know a lot of my family loves it. And he has 
not been officially accused of anything. And media trolls like TMZ pay cops, especially in L.A. or New York, to share police reports and stuff with them about celebrities anyway. Everybody know that. And if they don't know it, now you do. A police report after the fact really does not mean anything. He's right. But let's see what due process meets out in the meantime. Blackish and Grownish are my shows, and I want to keep watching it. Um, if this happened, is unfortunately that it, that he would do that it's hard for me it's, it's hard for me to believe it but it's a lot of things that i found hard to believe lately so yeah. I, I don't know it's just that's that's the part that that i don't know it's just hard to i'm stuttering right now yeah. <laughs> i can't get my words out i don't know because yeah. it says here in 2004 anderson along with kangaroo jack assistant director wayne witherspoon faced rape charge that a judge dropped after calling the matter the, the most suspicious case I ever heard. A woman had alleged that the man raped her on a movie set, but a judge ruled that there was no probable cause. So I'm like, and this lady here, she went to the police earlier this year and claimed that this happened more than a year ago. Wow. What? I don't know. I just hope that that's not true. And if it's not true, I think people that are making up these accusations, I think that they they need to be punished. But they, if exactly. he did this, I don't care if I'm a fan of his or not. That fanness is going to be gone because I believe in Thank women's you. rights and not disrespecting women and abuse. To me, it ain't got nothing to do with women. I figure a person shouldn't assault a person, period, if it's a man on a man. Right. You know, I just... I just if that's you, you don't do that, right. you know. And if you do, then you need to be punished to the full extent of the law, right? You know, who cares? I mean, I like Anthony, and I I don't see him that you know, just on TV, it's the son of on TV and how he is, right? Got his mama around him on TV shows and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't see that, but then you know, you see that in Bill Cosby, so you know, you never know. Right. I don't know. Not to all the evidence come out. That's that's how we have to do it. We can't, you know. So, that's how that is. But anyway, carrying on. So, uh. Any more news on your Lakers? I, oh, what do you think about the trade? The big trade? Uh, I don't know. I think that was... I don't know. I think it's going to be a, a good move in a sense. For who? Um, Because it won't just be Irving. You know what I mean? It'd be more competition over that way. But again, I think San Antonio, well, he didn't have no control over it because it got to the point where Kawhi Leonard just didn't want to be there anyway. So, what is, what's the deal with I don't know. I don't what's know. I, I, I still don't know, but they said that he was very unhappy there. So, I'm thinking it's things that happened that we didn't know about because they were saying that San Antonio did not want younger players. I don't know what the hell that's about. 
I don't I don't necessarily I don't I don't believe that because I mean Pepperman always got young you know not younger younger player but he always I mean had a younger person that stayed with the team forever you know right. what I mean I mean Parker's been left this year but I mean everybody and, and, and you never hear about anything going on with San Antonio since Popovich's been there. But good thing, it seems like all the players want to play. All the, you know, I this dude got something going on with him. Yeah, I don't know. It's just really, it's really crazy. I don't know. Yeah, and I, mean, and I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't know him. I don't know how he plays or anything. I don't, I don't. Even, you, I can't tell you if he's really, really good because I don't know. <laughs> you know, and and well, he, he finna find out if how good he's supposed to be going to Toronto. Well, the thing is, no one knows if he's like healthy or how healthy he is. Um, so I think that's the biggest, biggest <laughs> thing. But the deal the Toronto Raptors had to make is. I don't know. I mean, because the the, the Raptors received Kawhi Leonard and um, what's the guy named Danny Green in exchange for uh, DeRozan mm-hmm. and Patel or Patel. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, not really, because all I heard was Jacob, was- Jacob Patel or Patel or something like that, mm-hmm. um, and a 2019 first round pick. And it'll be sad to see one of the greatest Raptors of all time leave, as well as um, Patel, whatever. Jacob, I'm gonna say Jacob. Um, but this deal had to be made. I mean, the name of the game for the past few years has been to keep the window open for as long as possible and hope that LeBron James eventually leaves the East. Right? It started to feel like Toronto was treading water, not good enough to win but a consistent member of the playoffs. That changes now because this trade flat out knocks the wall down. If if uh, the Toronto Raptors manage to re-sign Kawhi Leonard because it's just a one-year deal, they will remain contenders for the duration of his tenure. He makes the team that good. That's if he's healthy. The Raptors wow. were always going to be around the upper um, echelons of the the, um, Eastern Conference this season, but you can argue now that this team is now the primary team in the East, is my opinion. Because Kawhi Leonard is a bona fide superstar if he's healthy. He might not have the outgoing personality of one because he's very quiet and reserved, but he is. That boy is bad. Leonard is an elite two-way wing with the ability to run the damn offense. And it wouldn't be a stretch to say he's probably the top three player in the NBA when he's healthy, and you don't often get a deal that can upgrade a 59 win team, but this is the hand the Raptors was dealt. And the deal are you of, saying, are you saying this? Yes, I'm saying this. And the, and the deal allowed the Raptors that boy to keep, ain't that good. He, I'm telling you, if he's healthy, he's, he's the bad boy. He ain't, I'm, I'm telling you, he the, the thing going through Boston, Toronto ain't gonna be. I'm okay, Jack. okay, it's going Boston, Boston. needs more than two players. Is I'm telling the show you, it's up going consistently. through Boston. It's going through Boston. The death in the wing players, the ruptures now possess, is key to sticking with the shift in NBA playing styles. 
the teams are encouraging small ball lineups and players who are comfortable in spacing the floor and defending multiple positions. Toronto now has the ability to roll out lineups capable of switching across the board. The trade is a gamble, but it's the biggest acquisition in Rupture's history, the Rapture's history, and it's, it, it makes their intention very clear. I'm telling you, the Rupture's are here to play ball with the elite teams in the NBA, and they got it with Kawhi Leonard, and I'm telling you, it's going to be a, a whole different ball game. All right. I'm telling I you. see it. But, okay. I mean, now they're saying that the Rupture's have stated Rupture's. The Rapture's Raptors. Reports are stating that Kawhi had no desire to play in Toronto. But neither did Kyle Lowry. You know what I mean? He didn't want to play there either. So the Raptors have some of the most devoted and appreciative fans in the NBA. An opportunity to build something special. And it it should be an important factor for Leonard. He's he's with a contender once again in, in a less daunting conference. And if Leonard decides not to sign at the end of the season... Though, you know, it's going to be very loud alarms going to be going off and it should not be raised. I'm telling you, Kawhi not resigning means the Raptors have a spare 18 million in cap space room and it can add on another 10 million if they choose not to resign Danny Green. And, you know, and this gives Toronto like two options they can chase after, um, a covenant uh, free agent from from a much anticipated class of 2019, or they just begin to rebuild. And, and as a rebuild, they they already had talked about rebuilding in details um, that season with Casey being fired. Um, Laurie and Abaka will both have a year left on their deals, respectively, and the spare cap room can be used to take on some bad contracts. Um, uh, the, Raptors, the Raptors have put themselves in a great position, in, in my opinion, for the upcoming season and beyond. And with a two-time defensive player of the year, an NBA champion leading the team for next year, anything could happen. And if it sounds like I'm, I'm reminiscing, the situation is, or may I say, romanticizing, reminiscing, romanticizing. Yeah, the situation like is because I am. I am. Oh. Kawhi Leonard. For goodness sake, is a is is a factor, and I think they made a good move with him. Um, I don't know, because I think the question is going to be: I'm going to ask you, are the Raptors the team to be in the East? I always say no. I think it's the Celtics. So, are the Spurs a playoff team with Demar Derozan? But the Spurs gonna be a playoff. I think the Spurs gonna be as long as Popovich is there. The mm-hmm. Spurs gonna be in the playoff. That's just that's just how I feel. Okay, it. so who is the biggest challenger to the Warriors? Uh, Houston. I think so too. That's yeah, probably Houston. the only thing I agree with you on. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but see, you have a you have a lot more knowledge about these things. Than I do because you know the players and everything. I don't know the players, but I just from what I just seen, just watching the playoffs and watching that a little tweak here, a little tweak there. Okay, so who are you, who's 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 the favorite in the East for you? 
Boston. Mm. Yeah. Boston. What about play player wise? Player wise, see now that that's the thing. I don't know players in this league no more. If they ain't like been there like Laverne them, I don't know them over there like that. And that's why when 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 the Pelicans uh, traded up, signed this boy, mm-hmm. played with Anthony Davis at Kentucky. I didn't know the guy's name, but I know if he played with Anthony Davis at Kentucky, he could play some ball. But like I said, I didn't know. I don't even know his name now. But I know that if he played at Kentucky, he could play some ball. So, but like I said, I don't know names. Of players over there, besides you know Kyrie Irving. So you know, I mean that's the only player that I know. Know. Now I know if he's healthy, he's good. And that's why I say Boston, because Boston, if he would have been playing against against the Cavaliers, Boston would have went to that uh, championship game. Now they probably got swept too, right? But at least they'd have went to that game. Okay, so what is the, what what which one of what best describes the Spurs currently constructed huh? as? What best describes the Spurs currently constructed? Are they a title contender? They're a playoff team, lottery team, or just something else? I think they're a playoff team because from uh, from they. Besides him going, because here's the thing: that dude that they lost, mm-hmm. he, he played only four games. So it ain't right. like he and and the, and the Spurs still made the playoff. Right. So it ain't like he did anything for the, to get the Spurs to the playoff. But now, I think he could have been came back and he didn't. Exactly. Exactly. Because he said he only played in four games out of how I many? They played seventy some games. You only played four. Oh, you could, he, and, and I don't know what kind of injury he had, but he could have came back. What you call them? They came back uh, from Achilles injury sometime after this, you know, midseason or round playoff time or something. I, I don't know what kind of injury he had that kept him out all this time. That's crazy. So now, this guy, this is this guy history. You say it all work, man. Mm-hmm. This is history. Mm-hmm. Now, he appeared in sixty-eight games. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, is that him? Yeah. Averaging. Let me make sure I got the right one. Yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie Leonard, right? That's mm-hmm. right. Okay. He appeared in. 66 games, starting in 68 of them, mm-hmm. 65 of them, mm-hmm. averaging 12.6 points a game, mm-hmm. 6.3 rebounds, 2 assists, and 1.7 steals mm-hmm. in 29 minutes of play. Mm-hmm. You tell me. But he played know? on a team where he had nothing but help all around him. So he didn't have to do it all. He didn't have but to me, do it all. Miss Anita. But, Miss Anita, if he didn't have to do it all, I Y'all are that. crazy. People like you are crazy because all you're doing is looking at a certain number. You're not looking at other players that surrounded him. You're not looking at when he was healthy, how he played effect, and what, what he did. By him being on the field, it, Floyd, it's away from 
other it made it easier for other players to be open. He is he is more than what you're looking at. Them numbers don't, and that's the problem. If you're watching basketball, I mean, really watching basketball, you would know that. And that's when people get caught up. That's when people get caught up in numbers. Numbers lie. Numbers don't tell you what things really is. And I'm I understand that. I'm just saying. I, un- I understand what you're saying. I do. And like I said, you know more about it. I mean, than I I, I agree that the teams won four to seven games without Kawhi, um, Ka- um, Kawhi Leonard, and and just added a replacement wing. However, maligned who earned MVP votes last season. They didn't get worse. So I will say that they didn't get worse without him being on the floor. But they didn't win nothing either. They didn't go any further either. And I'm, I guarantee you, if he was playing, that playoff would have went, that series would have went different. It would have been different. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And I think with the Rapture, having him on their team, with the right fit, I'm telling you, the team gonna be bad. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Okay, but which teams you think benefit the most from Kawhi trade? Like I say, I don't know either one of the players, so mm-hmm. I can't, I can't, I can't, I don't, I can't say. I don't. Well, I, I, I think I, I think it would be the Lakers. Because two years have been added to LeBron's NBA lifespan after hearing that DeMar, DeRozan. Oh, you're talking about the all-trade. That's yeah. Like between no, the which team? The West teams. Which oh. West teams benefit the most from Kawhi Leonard trade? Which teams? Oh, benefit. Well, see, I, well, see here's, here's the goal. Because I, because I don't think he would it was going to hinder anybody because I don't think he was going to hinder anybody from. I don't. I don't think any team, all teams. I don't like I said. He did, he's not going to stop a team. From but they're doing not anything. looking at. They're not looking at. I, I, I'm not talking about just him. At all, just 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 about Kawhi Leonard and what he did with the Spurs. Not just about him because they didn't just trade Kawhi Leonard. They traded other players too. So from my opinion, by LeBron not not having to deal with DeMar DeRozan re-entering his orbit, I think the King is feeding off of DeMar's uh, emanated despair right this moment. It's, It's my opinion. Now the Lakers, Leonard could be a free agent next summer and he clearly wants to go to the Los Angeles Lakers which I want him to go to Los Angeles Lakers too. Every day, the price for a theoretical um, Kawhi Leonard trade gets cheaper and cheaper. So I don't know if that's going to happen, but I would love to see that happen. Now, this has to be the Lakers because not only did the front office hold onto the asset, it would have been forced to give up in a trade for Kawhi, but the team is now competing with Toronto. And after one winner there, Kawhi Leonard will be sprinting to defrost in L.A., it's my opinion. Now, the Rockets, best of the rest status, took a hit with the departures of two crunch time um, staples and Trevor Reason. Remember I told you Trevor left? Right. And um, I don't know this other guy, Moti, Luke Moti, or whatever you call his name, but it would have been conceded, all right, had the Lakers 
or another conference foe willing to pay the rental fee and landed Leonard. Imagine if New Orleans had set out the boogie sweepstakes and saved his assets pile to pair Kyrie with Anthony Davis. So instead of Houston can work for fringes or wait for, wait for the trade deadline to shore up his depleted wing uh, rotations and still have a shot at home court advantage against the Warriors again. Mm-hmm. None of them, DeRozan's going to San Antonio, probably eliminates a potential playoffs five for one of the many teams trying to sneak into the top eight. So I'll say the Warriors because none of their rivals got Kawhi, but I don't think they they were sweating that move anyway. Right. Um, but that's just my opinion. But who is the mm-hmm. second best team in the NBA? <laughs> who is the second best team? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the NBA, I still uh the second best team is the, I think the uh, the Rockets. Yeah. 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 They Rockets. Because if if Kawhi is healthy and and not the 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 weekly dude. He's shockingly seen to be at times. I think a lot of people are gonna be gonna shock, gonna be shocked to see how he get roped into believing in the Toronto Raptors Raptures one last time. And I think that season, I think it's gonna be amazing. I believe that Houston um, is the second best, assuming that Clinton Capella's restricted free agency situation gets resolved. Um, the Rockets were a Chris Paul injury away from interrupting the war dynasty, losing Trevor Reza um, and um, Luke Monty hurt, but they, they still executed a play style that makes them competitive with anyone in the league, unless Camelo Anthony joins the team and Jack's a million mid-range jumpers. Yeah, where is he going? He ain't went nowhere yet? I, I don't know. I've been trying to, you know, stay up on it, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to see if I can find it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, where will he land? Okay. Thunders no more. Well, will surprise free agent Camelo Anthony land this summer. Um, Oklahoma City is working with the veteran forward to examine trade, buyout, and other options. Um, Denver may have missed out on LeBron James in the free agency suite states, but another member of his banana boat crew is once again on the market. Um, but don't get your hopes up for Chris Paul Nuggets fans as someone with a slightly more familiar face. I'm reading it, so I don't know. Um, breaking okay. Camelo Anthony and the Thunder will part ways sometime this summer. League sources OKC will work with Anthony's rep and evaluate options, including trade by blah blah blah. Okay, the 34 year old who was drafted third overall by the Nuggets in 2003 is coming off the least productive season of his career, scoring just 16.2 points in a night. A night on forty percent shooting along the um, Devil Escort Russell Westbrook and Thunder newcomer Paul George. So where will he land? Here's a breakdown that is by no means meant to be informative, comprehensive, or even intelligible. 
Los Angeles Lakers, we know his pal LeBron is already there, right? And we know he's already being surrounded by pieces that may or may not be much of an upgrade over his recent Cavaliers rosters. What's one more in Camelo? I'm just saying. Of course, things could get confusing for Anthony family, given his city and his wife, Lala Cher, you know what I'm saying? Um, Miami Heat, because fellow Banana Bow rider Dwayne Wade still runs things in the 305 and haven't spent nearly his entire NBA career in cities with snow and wind. To, they wouldn't. Why wouldn't Melo want to relax in the Florida sunshine this winter? I mean, he missed the Pat Riley area in New York, but maybe Camelo could take his talent to South Beach and meet him now. I'm just saying, I don't know. Golden State Warriors, which that's not going to happen. I mean, everybody else is going <laughs> to the Bay Area. So right. why not throw another all star into Steve Kerr's rotation and see how one more alpha doll personality in the mix changes things? No, Look, uh-uh. adding DeMarcus Cousin early this year basically locked the Warriors in for championship three-peat. But it didn't take long for more than one wag on Twitter to suggest there's only one way to stop Golden State. And the only thing that can stop the Golden State Warriors is having DeMarcus Cousin on your team. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm just saying, because DeMarcus Cousin is like a woman. I'm telling you, that little cohesiveness that they have, I guarantee you it's going to fall. It's gonna fall down because that's what he is. I'm like, I'm not a fan of the Marcus Cousin. I think you already know that. But anyway, I know it's not telling me anything of where he gonna go or if if there's any more details or whatever. Um, I just know he's leaving now. Hmm. But rumors had it that he might be going to Houston. So. You don't think he's gonna stay? He's no. gonna stay. No. I mean, since uh, George resigned, what? He no. Should stay. No. Okay. I don't think so, but that's just me. Okay. Cool. I don't know. Anyway. Right. Yeah, I don't for I don't I don't see him staying. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just me. I mean, maybe he. Maybe he changed his mind and he would stay. Um, right. So, I don't know. So, we shall see. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. We will. Be for interest. I may start watching the NBA a little bit more. I think you should. Yeah, I think I might. Get well, you back know, the problem with me it. is I watch it. But with my family, because everything is a competition with LeBron, now LeBron is with the Lakers. Y'all favorite team. I still don't feel the same way about sports as I used to feel about sports. Because I still feel like I have to watch what I say because I don't want to, you know, be a hater. You know what I mean? (laughs) Or be, you know, be pissed off because of my opinion of someone else. Right. You know what I mean? So but everybody else can have their opinion, of, of, <laughs> but you can't have yours. That's right. So right? yeah, yeah. So what do you what do you think of um, Tiger Woods making a run? Making a what? A run. A run for what? They playing uh, golf, golf this weekend. They playing golf this weekend. I'm missing it. Oh my god! It's called Moving Day for a reason. <laughs> I know, I know, but I didn't. I, I didn't. Oh, goodness gracious! I forgot they was playing today. I mean, yeah, he started team. round three, six shots back of the lead, and then he tied for 29th place at the British Open. 
And after a terrific third round, 66, that included six birdies, was six four shots behind co-leader Jordan Sepp, I think that's his name, Alexander Shoffley, and George Kevin Speet. Yeah, George Speet, yeah. And Kevin Kessner. He is in a tie for sixth place. Um, they said that Wood shot a 33 on the front nine. Um, starting the day at even par through the first two rounds of the tournament, Woods made his first birdie of the day at the fourth hole. He then made two putt birdie at the lengthy par five, six hole to get two, um, two under. Woods um, capped his front line 33 with this long birdie on number nine. And then he gave it his signature fist pump as the crowd went crazy. He added three more birdies on the back. Woods then fired a beautiful second shot into the 10th hole. And one of the finest shots of the tournament so far, he tapped in for his fourth birdie on the on the um, round. Then on a sharp pour, uh, four, four 11, Woods struck a beautiful tee shot and got up and down from just left of the green using the putter twice. He has birded this hole all three days of the tournament. And with this third straight birdie of the round, Woods got to five under on the round and on the tournament. Wood wasn't done yet, though. After pars at 12 and 13, Woods hit a solid second shot into the par 5-14. His eagle put slid back by to the right, and he tapped in for a straight forward birdie. It's six of the day. Um, Woods gave one back at the tough 16, though. Woods iron off the tree locked near, looked near perfect, but just barely caught the slope to the right of the green and fell into a collection area. And after leaving his hip uphill, putting several feet short, Woods just missed his far attempt inches right. His first bogey of the day left him at five under. Woods made a solid par at 17 before flirting with disaster at 18. He nearly sent his teeth shot into the burn. Avoiding the hazards by a matter of inches, and after a layup, he hit a terrific third shot to about three feet and tapped in for par capping a third round 66. So he he's in a good mood. He's in a good place. He's making shit happen. So I'm happy. Well, I'm I just happy. hope he can. I hope he can stick stick it out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. He, he can, keep doing it. He has this type of round tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Should I watch it or not watch it? You know, sometimes when I feel like like when I didn't watch Serena until the end till she played in the championship and she lost horrible. I'm like, oh man, why did you watch it? I'm just going to get I it. know. But I think <laughs> I think she she just wanna spend more time with her bagger. <laughs> I, I don't think that she was ready to go bad. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. mentally. You know what I mean? Well she got all the way to the finals and that and then Wilmington that Yeah, but that's but, but pay attention after every every game her her baby right there with her. <laughs> and she say the same thing every time. I just want to get home to my baby. You know what I mean? So I think that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? I ain't knocking you because, you know, you you have nothing left to prove to anybody. And then truth be told, you You right. the one so many titles, you can't even keep up with your title. So, yeah, mm, come on true, now. Truth be I mean, it is what it is. Exactly. All right. That's our time. It's been amazing. It's been great. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you. Any final words? Any final thoughts? Well, just as usual, you know, uh, appreciate you uh, being on this podcast with me and to all our faithful listeners, you know, don't let anyone steal your dream. <laughs> <laughs> and for your ear, your attention, no matter how short the time is, we thank you. We appreciate you. 
Remember to live, love, and laugh. Let your family and friends know that you love them today because tomorrow is not promised to anyone. And if you want to listen to us uninterrupted, you can go to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Spreaker, Breaker. I mean, you can reach us on all those platforms. You can even send messages. You can even tell us what you would like to hear. Anything that you don't like to hear, although I won't give the negativity any attention, but you still can try. <laughs> Hit that little heart-shaped button that like button and subscribe and you will get updates whenever we do a new um, podcast or segment. Um, Mr. E also has a podcast of his own called Mr. E and I have one also talk to talk with Anita Love to hate to hate. So subscribe, tune in, listen, applaud, share all the good stuff. We appreciate you. Um, When people keep continuing to push negativity, don't fall into that pitfall. You push positivity. When they get low, you go high. Remember, I stole that, but you get the gist of it. Keep promoting love. Love is the only way to change things. The only way to change things. And on our podcast, it's based on our opinion, on how we feel about the different things that we talk about and the different things that we read off the internet, that we see off of social media, that we see off the news, that may bother us and affect us in some type of way. Um regardless to how we feel we gonna disagree sometimes we might get on here and i might flat out get so mad with him i just might just all of a sudden just change the subject because you know what i you know mm-mm. and i'm That's glad true. i'm this distance away from her because yeah because i'll probably I, be like "Ooh, don't make me come over there i'll be like whoopi goldberg girl bye i'll be, be like, like boy, in the throat all the time <laughs> You know, but you, she, but you, but the funny thing is, Anchor haven't cut off on us, so we're not going to be too greedy. Although we are greedy because we went eighty-one minutes. How wow. you turn? Exactly. Yes, yes honey. It's a, mm-hmm. Hey, that's How a record. That's a record for us with Anchor, right? That is a record. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm so so pleased with that. Oh. All right, you guys, it is our time. Yes. Have a fabulous Saturday. You know that day after Friday, but before Sunday. It's called like the weekend. Get your dance on, get your groove on, sip your, sip your, sip your, sip your drink, drink. Well, I'm sipping my tea because I don't really drink. Um, I don't know if Mr. E still drinks or if he's going to get. The doctor told me not to drink for. Oh, my God. It's such a great thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bye, Anita. Bye. <laughs> Just bye. I'm, I'm done. Bye. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Don't no, be mad uh, at me because the time shows you about to uh, drink. Uh, Bye, bye, Miss Anita. <laughs>